Hey guys, welcome to Raising the Standard. I am your host, Josh Kay. And today we're going to be talking about what is success for the kingdom man. So if you are a Christian guy and you have questions around what does it look like to be successful for me as a Christian in today's world, that's what we're going to be facing. That's what we're going to be discussing on today's episode. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. So guys, I want to talk about what does success look like? And I think if we're going to talk about what success looks like, we're, we have to start with the question of really setting up the definitions here. And that really means we have to define what is success if we're going to discuss these topics. And I know there's a lot of questions around, as a Christian guy, am I supposed to be pursuing success? And so when we talk about the definition of success, you know, the first thing that comes to mind from the world standards is usually financial prosperity, some level of financial success worldly status. And when I say status, you know what that means. That's the house, that's the car, that's the family, um, that's the certain level of income that you're trying to attain to, as well as the title. It's just all those status things in life that the world is pursuing and has set as the standard for what success looks like for modern men today. I mean, even if you think about it, we have Success Magazine. It's a business magazine. It's all about financial prosperity and going after and chasing status symbols or this, this dream or vision of status in life that we have equivalated with success. So today we're going to discuss what it really looks like for men in the kingdom of God. What does it look like for us as kingdom men to pursue success? And should we? That is the question we're going to be addressing today. Should we be pursuing success? So most people, we've already looked at how the world defines success. Most people are chasing success from a worldly perspective, worldly ambition driven by selfish ambition, and uh, they just want the stuff, right? The stuff that we think is going to make us happy if we finally get it, and that becomes the measuring system. That becomes where we get success language from, and this idea and this uh, conceptual thought of I have arrived when I have this, this, and this, and that is what success looks like for me. Now, let's address this and just get this out of the way. Depending what kind of Christian tradition you grew up in, maybe you were told that we should not pursue success, that as Christian guys or as Christians in general, we should not be chasing success. And I guess that really comes back to calibrating that language and what is success and how are we defining that? So I want to go to the scripture on this 
And I want to clear this up for everyone. And I want to look at Joshua chapter one, verses seven and eight. And I'm going to read it to you, okay? This is really important. It's something we see right in the sixth book of the Bible. And this is the Lord speaking directly to Joshua. And he says, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will have success. So there you have it, the Lord speaking to Joshua about going into the promised land, about leading the nation of Israel into that promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, abundant in resources, prosperity, and just pictures of everything they need. And we know that's a type and that's a shadow for us in the New Testament of everything the Lord's called us to have as Christians under God's government known as the kingdom of God. So we can see here that the Lord's desire is for us to be successful. Here's something I want to share that I learned writing the standard. I learned that every man has a calling and a purpose, a unique design. So first of all, we know, broadly speaking, every Christian has a corporate calling. We all have a corporate calling, and we're not even scratching the surface on that if we just say our purpose is to glorify God, to bring him glory in everything we do, to be conformed into his image, to reflect his image in the earth, and to fulfill that corporate calling that we have. There's so much more we could say about that, but what I want to focus on right now is I want to focus on not only do we have that corporate calling, but we have, and you have, a specific, individual, unique calling and purpose on your life. There is a unique and specific individual calling and design for you. And something that I found, and I want to talk about what King Solomon says in the book of Proverbs. He actually says, and if we translate the book of Proverbs, if we just say, what, what does that even mean? What is Proverbs? A literal translation of Proverbs means wisdom for ruling and reigning in life. Literally. That sounds like success to me. That sounds like fulfilling and walking into everything the Lord says you are to be and that he says you are to have. Ruling and reigning in partnership with him in your station in life, or I can say it this way, your specific sphere of influence, where you're called to occupy, advance, and do business in. And in Proverbs, King Solomon actually says that a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. So think about that for a minute. You have a unique gifting, you must develop it, but you have a unique gifting inside you that the Lord has given you. And if you're diligent and you're disciplined to develop what the Lord has placed within you, that gift can bring you before great men. It can bring you before kings. It can bring you into your appointed territory, your appointed assignment, and to your sphere of influence where you're called to rule and reign in your sphere of life. 
So what this really means, this means there is a mountain for every man. Guys, I firmly believe this. If you're listening to me, I want to tell you there is a mountain for you. There is a place that you're called to occupy. There is a place that God has designed and destined over your life for you to step into that place and exhibit and reflect the glory of God as you elevate and ascend to that mountaintop that he has specifically for you. However, I want to give a strong warning right now. This is really serious business because we're talking about what God has for us, where he wants to take us, what he wants us to become through the journey as we get there, as we discover, as we develop ourselves, and we ascend to this high place that he's called us to occupy, I need to tell you that this is not guaranteed. Okay, there is a choice that all men will have to make. This is not sit back, and if it's meant to be, it will happen, and I'll end up there, and if not, well, hey, I guess it wasn't for me. I'll just keep my head down, do my work, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. This is a conscious decision to follow the Lord in obedience where he leads you. So I want to break this down a little bit and get into this because it's so important that we as men understand our individual responsibility in partnering and fulfilling the call and the mission that's on our life. Because this is so pivotal to answering that question and stepping into success. So I'm going to define success this way right now that God's will for your life is synonymous with success. Okay, let's say that again. Let's look at this. God's individual will for your life is synonymous with success. That means success for you is fulfilling what God called you to do as a unique individual endowed with abilities, gifts, and it's your responsibility and it's your mandate to uncover and discover what those things are that God has given you and develop them towards accomplishing his purpose through you. I just gave the warning. Not all will make the decision to follow in obedience. It's we have free will. We are, we are men that have been endowed with free will. We know this. So you have decisions. You're faced with decisions every day in life. And you have the decision to either follow or not follow. You can choose to obey or you can choose to disregard. That's up to you. But for those who follow and obey, there is a reward given. But not everybody does. If we look at the mandate Jesus gave his followers, at the end of the Gospels, he gives this mandate to his followers to change the world. It's called the Great Commission. The Great Commission is partnering this co-mission with Jesus where he tells them what to do and what they will do and what will happen when they do it. Now, they have a choice in the equation. They don't have to step forward, but they do because they were dedicated and they embraced the pain. They took on discomfort. They developed discipline and they followed the Lord and they were obedient to the call. And as they did, they came into success, which was God's will for them in accomplishing their mission. And just like the disciples, you have a mission over your life today, and it is your responsibility. And what I'm here to do is point it out and call you towards it and let you know that God hasn't given up on you. I don't care where you are right now or how you feel. God has a calling on your life. He has a unique individual purpose and unique assignment. You have unique spiritual DNA, and we could say it like this. You have a unique spiritual fingerprint, and that 
is what you need to leave on this earth in that sphere of influence that you have been appointed to. And if you don't know what it is, it's your responsibility to discover it and to set out and put your hand to the plow and find ways to develop yourself, build your endurance and your capacity to fulfill the fullness of God's will for your life. And that's what we're going to be talking about as we get into this more, guys. So another way we could look at this, guys, is I am challenging you to take on a mindset of growth, a mindset of development. And guys, so many things have been taken from the word of God. So many things have been stripped, repackaged, and presented to you as personal development. But here's the big secret. The personal development industry has stolen those things from the word of God. They just don't give credit to the Bible. They, they don't give credit to the Lord. And what they do is they swap out God in the center, Jesus in the center, and they put self in the center and it becomes self-development. So Jesus said it this way. He's the one who broke into the world. He broke into the scene in the first century and he issues this command for all that can hear it. And he starts his mission by saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If we look at the literal translation of the word repent, it literally is translated as to change your mind, change your direction. Here comes Jesus stepping on the scene saying, time to change your mind. It's time to turn around. It's time to take on a new mindset. It's time to take on the mindset of heaven. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That, my friends, is a growth mindset. It started in the Bible. We can trace it back through the Old Testament. And when Jesus steps on the scene, he's issuing this call and this command to step into growth, to embrace a posture of a learner. And that's what he does throughout his mission. And he's still doing it today with you and with me. So I want to leave you with this. The Apostle Paul says it this way. I press on for the goal of the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul likens his mission to a race that an athlete would run in, that he's running towards the mark, that he's pressing in, he's pushing, he's developing himself, and he's not willing to sacrifice or leave anything behind. He wants the fullness of the call that God put on his life. And guys, that's what we're after on this show. It's time to press in for the upward call in Christ Jesus. It's time to raise the standard.